regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. Yes, it is. My name is Gav Murphy and I'm joined by Steve Hogarty. Steve, what you got coming at us this week? What I've got coming at you this week is a retrospective oh, deep shit. dive into oh, the shit. antics of Michael Jackson vis-a-vis the time he dangled a BB over a balcony. <laughs> um, I've got similar uh, trauma. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> similar trauma to that. I've heard what your feature is. You've got nothing to do with uh, it. Similar trauma, similar levels of trauma, Yeah. not even if the situation is different, um, about something that I did in a park. Um, <laughs> uh, there's also some nice chat about the film Avengers with absolutely no spoilers at all mm-hmm. and a bit of magic chat also. <laughs> so, so strap yourselves in for that. Because it's happening. <laughs> it all counts as features. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You squirty, birty. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You dirty, birty. It's <laughs> <laughs> I just got addicted to watching them. So when I was working, I just had these scam school videos on in the background. And it's like, here's how to um, uh, place a, a beer mat underneath a pint glass. And then you challenge someone to get the coin out of the thing using only a match. And it's like, no one can do that. Two minutes later, Scam school's done it. Scam school's fucking done it. Have you used it on anybody? You shouldn't have told me this. And you should have basically just pulled out a scam school. Yeah, what can I scam school you with anything on this desk? I can throw a hot cup of tea in your face. <laughs> it's two cups of tea, your phone, and my really new and really expensive laptop. I mean, I throw you the tea can. in your face, grab the laptop, and run out of the room. You just got scam schooled, you just buddy. Got scam school, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I was like that. What was that show? The Real Hustle. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was always, it was always like stupid conceit where they'd be like, you go into a bar. And then all you need is this beautiful girl. And I was just like... Because oh, there was yeah. one, it was like the the hit and the mark. And like, yeah. The three of them were, they were like the the Furious Four. Essentially, yeah. One of them was like <clears throat> the city boy trader, old yeah. Cray Twins looking guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the other guy was, was he just like more of a wheeler dealer? Yeah, I think so. Type? And, and then, then like the woman girl. was like the, the, the looks and the, yeah. and the tits. And you got to distract them with boobs. And that's yeah. how she gets... The job done. That's a terrible show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's because like it was that show, that show, The Hustle, came out, mm-hmm. and then people were like, "You think that's good? This is the real hustle." It's like when that someone gets a Twitter name tag. Right? <laughs> yeah. My Twitter name's been taken. Oh, I'm, I'm the real hustle. <laughs> real Donald Trump. But I remember watching that and being like, "This is how you do that," as, and they they do they do it as if it's like how to like as an instructional video as if you're gonna go i'm gonna fucking nail this yeah. i'm gonna be so good at scam hustling people that's the format of the scam school thing as well it's like they have openers tweeners they call them what's tweeners they're like in between and in between tricks to keep the uh, the energy levels up yeah. oh <laughs> an opening trick which is when you walk up to someone like david blaine and say yeah hey you want to see a magic trick <laughs> Uh, but you got to be a bit more charismatic than that, and then you got closers, and closers are the ones where um, they'll they'll buy you a drink at the end right. voluntarily. They'll want to give you a drink. Yeah, yeah. You've given them sufficient entertainment value. 
when you said tweeners, they were like in between tricks. I thought you meant in between like magic and like wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> tweeners, they're on the in the penumbra of the dark arts. <laughs> but it's still okay. Yes, you can dabble, but don't dive in. It's incredibly dangerous. You'll well, set fire to a barman. It's a friend of the, the same friend who was doing magic that I mentioned. He um he, I remember being in Germany with him once on a trip, and he saw some like some guy came up to our table, started doing some magic, and uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm a magician as well." And he was like, "Oh, like they asked him about this. I think it was like called a French drop." Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "Oh, come down here and do a French drop." And he took him down around a corner, did a French drop for him, whatever the hell that is. Bam! This was a split. Yeah. <laughs> And then the, the the guy who'd shown him a trick was like, oh, this guy's legit. I can show him how he did that trick. Then he came back and he was like, uh, then he could suddenly do this trick that this man who just walked over us could do. I because feel, he showed I him feel a, like right, yeah. this is uh, retreading old episodes that we've... Mm. Uh, We've gone deep into your history with yeah. the, with the occult. <laughs> the French drop is like a secret handshake among magicians to tell if they're legit, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think oh, that's yeah, what it is. if you if you really are a magician, you know how to do the French drop, like the Masons. And he takes them around the back and just opens his hand, and it's written on it is, "I am a magician." <laughs> <laughs> I'm this guy's legit. <laughs> I'm brilliant at magic. I am. Wow. <laughs> Like that guy at the uh, travel lodge I stayed in in Brighton, where he tried to um, the where he he was checking us in, and it was like ten minutes to midnight. I may have told this story on the podcast before. I'm not sure. I don't think I've hit it. We're desperately trying to like get a just eat order in before the restaurant closes at midnight. You can't get on the fucking Wi-Fi. Reese is like trying to go through his phone, like refreshing the page, like because we haven't eaten all day. Yeah, and um, the guy checking us in clearly bored as fuck starts showing us magic tricks before he gives us our keys to our room and it culminates with the only one I can remember him doing was uh, he said right um, so think of a number between like think of like one two or three yeah and uh, I, I thought of something I don't know. he opens his hand and the number two was written on it it's like is that your number and I was like no, <laughs> no. he goes well it was three wasn't it and it's like no <laughs> So it's got to be one. He, open, he opens his other hand and, the one, and one was written on it. It's like, okay, you got two thirds of your bases covered there. Mm. And he said the wrong thing twice. <laughs> so that was happening while you were still trying to put a just eat order in. Yeah, you could like, make You've got to stop. Like, he's like, can I get the Wi-Fi password? And he's like, yeah, starts doing a trick. No, he starts unbuttoning his not. shirt. No. That's right. I think of a six digit number. Yeah. <laughs> I'll one uppercase character <laughs> and one lowercase character. <laughs> and that's why we hate magicians on this podcast. But I was lost in a hairy pass. Soon turned out it was Gavin's ass. Did it Regular features. Steve. What? Uh, I think I did something wrong earlier. You? Um, wrong? I know. Earlier? I know. Sell yourself in. <laughs> As if, like, I knew you thought I was completely infallible. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> 
good. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> something to do with your penis. It means that I'm a good, good, nice boy. Yeah. Um, and I can't be, I can't be proved wrong or anything. But like the Pope. Yeah, essentially the Welsh Pope. Um, I took my dog for a walk uh, into the park early hours of this morning, mm-hmm. like not like misty hours, as in like eight. Oh, I was thinking like three. Yeah, me too. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Eight o'clock in the morning. That's what it is. Like our park's not too busy around then, but you do get people like walking through it because it's right by a uh, train station, and people. It's, it's, we're a commuter town, and it's fine. It's a park. It's people a park. go in it, parks. You don't people explain are that. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, Whoa! What's that person doing? In- <laughs> this um, is a park. You stupid motherfucker! Get out! So people come walking through, and like Coco, our dog, is quite cute. So people do come up to it quite a lot. So I prepare myself for that. That's fine. Um, and it's a friendly place. It's a friendly place. I saw what I thought was a woman. So, a... <laughs> okay. Again, it's a park. <laughs> uh, so, I'm right up that by the end of it, and I saw what I thought was a woman, like running for her, like away from something. And like we do live in a slightly dodgy area, and I've seen some, like I've seen some smoke crack in that park and stuff. So I was like maybe something bad has happened. So this woman's like running, like as if she's running from something. She, and she looks like she's crying. Um, and she's like barreling towards Coco. So Coco like just looked up and saw her basically crying. So Coco's like, Gav, is this all right? <laughs> um, I've got a cup of tea in my hand as well because I always take like a mug of tea down. So this woman's like running, not, and just like, I was like, something's chasing her. Like, like flailing her arms around. Like I genuinely, I genuinely thought there was like I was gonna look a bit further on and see a werewolf or something. Like it was mad. So she's barreling towards both of us, and I just go, "Sorry, are you are you okay?" And she kind of looks at me, and like her eyes are all squinted as if she's been crying. All like um, cheeks are all red and stuff. And she looks at me as if she's been, and then just opens her eyes, and then takes out her earphones. And then I just realized she's just running. Like running. she's just running. That's how she looks when she runs. With tears streaming down her Well, face. she was obviously she's just been running a lot or something like that. Maybe she's just done fucking 10K or something like that. But she's like, she's running towards me. And I go, sorry, you're right. And then she takes her earphones out and she looks so pissed off. Um, she's that- the kind of person who's just run so much she looks <laughs> fucked and I was the like, last thing she wants is to be yeah. stopped because her heart will just stop she'll drop dead <laughs> you're thinking about those fish aren't you <laughs> <laughs> um, but she takes out her earphones she's like what and I was like oh sorry um, exactly like that and I'm like I, f- I thought you were running from something I was just checking you were alright uh, and she went what like that, I was like, I'm really sorry. I thought you were crying, and I thought you were running away from someone. So, I, I just wanted to check if you were alright. And she was like, I'm running, and I was like, Yeah, I, I know, but you look like you were in distress. And she went, put her earphones in, and then starts running away. But like in the time that this has happened, other people have walked through the park, and it, this just looks like I've stopped a random woman to tell her to take her earphones out. And be like, oh, hey. So that's 
it looks like I've done that guy thing, which I've never seen happen, but I'm sure it does happen to loads of women. It's never happened to me, but I'm not mm. a beautiful woman, so. And then um, she was crying while she was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She actually started flailing her hands and going, he's trying to get me. But I just felt awful because I was like, I've become that thing that people always tweet about where they just go, some guy just came over to me and uh, asked me to take my earphones out and told me I look cute. And I was like, I didn't. But what? you didn't. You told no. her she looked fucked up. <laughs> I was like two seconds away from saying, was a werewolf chasing you? You look like you're being attacked by a swarm of bees. Yeah, I was like, is werewolves a thing we have to worry about now? <laughs> and I was, and, and she obviously run off and all these other people were looking at me. Then Coco started barking at her because she was running away. And I was like, fuck me. This is a little... <laughs> such a tuber. <laughs> like, Thanks, Coco. That really means a lot. But what, what do you think I should have done? Because I just felt awful then for the rest of the day. Because I was like... Should I? Is anyone ever being chased <laughs> <laughs> through a park in East London? People are being chased all the time. Mm. And she was running from something. Everyone's running from something. Yeah. Well, that, that, her eyes, right, were just all crunched up. And obviously now I just realized she's just probably, like, no one likes running. Yeah. So she's probably just reacting well, to you that. You shouldn't look that way when you're running. Like,. <laughs> Yeah, it is on earth, if anything, to be I've, fair. I haven't run a lot, but I've never run so much that, that I you were smiling. I start crying. <laughs> I've got a big grin on my face when I run around. Mm. Just in case people stop you yeah. in fear. I was like waving at people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't I'm stop fine. Me. <laughs> but then I started thinking, it's like, how many times have guys asked girls to take their earphones out because. They were worried they were being chased by werewolves rather than they wanted to tell them they were cute. Exactly. Maybe I guess, I'm guessing it's 60% of the time men do that. <laughs> Women should maybe cut us some slack. We've got a lot going on. Um, <laughs> We've got big old imagination. But I, 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 always see, uh, <laughs> I always see tweets like that where just like, this dude's just done this. On, and like, I think, you know, guys as a general rule um, aren't very good. Um but this I, it made me feel really terrible because I was like, I am what I think is most of the time quite nice and you good. Are. You were doing a nice um, thing. And I think your intentions count for a lot. She misconstrued yeah. what your intentions were, but that yeah. doesn't make you the kind of person who would do that. She was so angry when she ran off, though. And as I think, I was like, I wonder what she's saying to her friends in the pub right now. Mm. Oh, some dude with a... Sexy dog tried tried to stop me, and that might be it. Marrying me. I mean, there are also some clues that you could have picked up on. Yeah. Uh, so if you were if you were running away from a threat, yes, i.e. a werewolf, a werewolf, yeah, um, or perhaps more realistically, uh, a banshee. <laughs> then you wouldn't stop to put your earphones in before you ran away. Well, that's the thing. I didn't see that she had earphones in. Right. That's my, that's my thing. Because if you're like, oh, oh it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a bloody uh, banshee or some sort yeah. of... Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. That's the thing. I didn't supernatural see... Supernatural creature. You go, well, this might actually be a long run. I'm going to get a podcast in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what Richard Herring's up to. Well, it's like that... Um, see, I, I've been subscribing to that uh, motivational thing recently where it's like, you know, <clears throat> it's like only... If, you, if there's something you don't like doing, like, for instance, going to the gym or running or something, 
if there's something that you really, really like doing, like for me, it's I'm listening to Limmy's uh, audiobook at the moment, but I'm only listening to that what, if I go to the gym. So it's like this thing where I'm just like, I really, really want to listen to this book, but I've made a rule that I can only listen to it at the gym, yeah. which means I'm going to the gym a lot more. And I think that's quite nice. But that's the thing. like if if you're going to do something you don't enjoy, say running from a banshee. And then she's like, well, I'm not going to enjoy this. So I'm listening to my audiobook now. I've earned this. That might be it. That's, that's but it's like a negative connotation. <laughs> but I want to go back because I, I wasn't aware that she was wearing earphones. Okay. I just It just looked like she was running away. Yeah. Um, if I'd seen she was wearing earphones, I probably would have been like, oh, she's probably just running. She's Maybe just she, she like has the opposite um, reaction, emotional reaction to everyday situations. Yeah. So like she's at funerals and she's just like laughing her ass off with listening to more podcasts. Or maybe when she swims, she just screams. (laughs) Maybe she just got everything wrong. (laughs) There wasn't time for me to bring this up with her, um, but I dare say she's a local. Uh, So what what can I ask her? Next, Next time she's running... I'm thinking a friendly wave. Too much? Uh, Forget about it. You should seriously run alongside her. Um, Just wait for her to like. Don't don't make any sort of interaction with her. But just look behind her for any trailing banshees or werewolves. Yeah, because then you'll know. (laughs) Yeah, because that that is one thing. Because I did say this to I was telling a friend about this earlier, and he was like, and I was like, am I in the wrong or? Is it is it all right? And he's like, did you see a werewolf or anything chasing her? I was like, no, I didn't see anything chasing her. But I stopped her as soon as I saw her. I didn't give it two minutes or anything like that. Like, yeah, and I think he did. For right all thing. I knew, it was coming around the corner. You should do it. You should always do that. Not to the same person because now you know that she just looks <laughs> like that when she's running. But if you see another woman running, yeah. looking frightened and distressed, then by all means, you should stop her. And ask her for her number. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me put this to you, though. Uh, what if I see that woman actually running away from something, though, another time? And now I've already stopped it. I don't want to embarrass myself further by going up to her and going, oh, shit, you're being chased. And you should say, well, look who it is. <laughs> if it isn't Little Miss, I'm not getting chased. And she's gone by then. <laughs> Okay, okay, I've learned something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully I'll never see her again. Not because she was being chased by something and something's happened to her. Like, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully she's, 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 in a a better, she's in a better, better place now. No, that's, no, I hope she, hopefully she just learns to keep out of my park. Like, <laughs> that sounds very threatening also. <laughs> I suppose it does. <laughs> Spotlight with Clara. Have you seen Spotlight? I have. It's very good. Really um, good. I watched it with Clara the other night because she hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were meant to go see The Avengers again with her parents, but she wasn't very well. And uh, she was like, oh, what can we watch instead of The Avengers? And I was like, I've had enough of watching... Uh, I've had enough of watching <laughs> um, superhero films. Do you want to watch Spotlight? Because 
it's essentially the Avengers, but with pedos. Because, <laughs> like, Mark Ruffalo's in it. He's the Hulk. Oh, yeah. John Slattery's in it. He's uh, Tony Stark's dad. <laughs> wow. Um, Liev Schreiber's in it. He's Sabretooth on the X-Men films. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's others as well. Like, oh, um, Michael Keaton, who's fucking Batman and Birdman and yeah. the Vulture. And, like, if you look at that poster, you're just like... That is essentially Avengers, but it's all about pedos. <laughs> and that was like a genuine thought that I had because Clara wasn't very well and she wanted to go see the Avengers again. She was like, oh, I want to watch something that's like Avengers. And I was like, would, would you would you mean like Avengers though? How like Avengers? Was, yeah, it's <laughs> like, like a really good cast of characters coming together to fight good the Pope. Triumphing <laughs> over evil. <laughs> Um, the church moving priests from <laughs> parish to parish to cover up their crimes. That didn't, that, that didn't happen in one of the Catwoman films. <laughs> so what, what was Ultron? Wasn't that pedos? Wasn't that pedos? I was summoned. Robot. Robot. Sorry. Yeah, it's not the same thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but at the end of the, at the end of it, she was, uh, Clara went. Do you know what? You're actually really good at uh, like. Because she was like, that is a perfect accompaniment to Avengers Endgame. Um, it's very much the guac to my uh, refried beans. I was like, after, even though I initially said it as a joke, and by the time she, like, when we finished watching I was like, that was actually bang on. I'm brilliant at this. Uh, I mean, that's the full extent of it. But. Yeah, and it's not so much a downer. As a, as you'd think, a no. film of that theme would be, yeah, certainly less of a downer than. I'm not going to mention spoilers because I haven't even seen the yeah. new Avengers film, but the last uh, Avengers film, yes, Infinity War, in which half of them get vanished. Yeah, you're allowed yeah. to say that now because there's a new film out. Yeah, you have to have seen the ending. Of the yes, last yes, one. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. So, um, like, can you imagine if? I guess the bad guys kind of did win in Spotlight, didn't they? I mean, they're still winning because old Popey makes. Vatican yeah. still rocking about. Um, Cheeky little grin on him, like he knows what's up. <laughs> the, the only thing uh, that Clara didn't like um, was just after we'd watched it, I said, I um, we'd watched in the living room. We don't have a TV in the bedroom, but sometimes I put stuff on my laptop. And I said, we were falling asleep. And I said, oh, do you mind if I put Spotlight back on again? She was like, why? I was like, it's just nice to fall asleep to. And she was like, no, it isn't. I was like, no, but it's just nice and quiet. And everyone talks really quietly for the most part. So, and it's got a nice little score to it. And it'll just say, I know it'll send me right to sleep because it's quite rainy in a lot of the scenes as well. She was like, we're not putting spotlight on to fall asleep. She was like, it's quite a harrowing film in a lot of ways. I was like, ah, it's all right. It's like, it's just people being good at writing and like, it's very procedural. Yeah. Um, Investigative journalism uncovering some some real crimes. This she was like, there's a scene in it with a guy. It's like brutally recounting the time that a priest has done horrible things to him. She's like, you want to fall asleep with that in your head? I was like, he doesn't shout. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping I'd be asleep by that point and it'd be all subliminal. I was like, yeah, that's one of the most boring scenes. It'll send me right off. (laughs) She's like, that's that's a real person. That's based on a real person. And then she later found out that man uh, is dead. (laughs) So... Of natural causes? No. Depends what you think natural is, but it's not. It's bad. It's real bad. (laughs) Um, 
Suffice to say, she won the argument. We did not watch Spotlight. And I just put a madman on and fell nicely asleep. <laughs> then like, when I put that on, John Slattery was on. I was like, oh, I've had a bloody enough of him this week. <laughs> Old uh, Tony Stark's dad and also like the pedo hunter. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're not caught like a that. bad penny. <laughs> <laughs> Gav. Steve. Have you ever heard of a little old guy called Michael Jackson? Yes. Crazy little thing called Michael Jackson. I was writing a piece and for research. Mm-hmm. Uh I oh, I don't want to know what you were looking at for research for this, mate. Was looking up the incident in which Michael Jackson dangled his baby over the balcony. Right, yeah, Remember yeah. Remember that? I do, yeah. That was crazy. <clears throat> Are you going to say what actually happened in that incident? Uh, it, or shall I tell you what I remember of it? Go, you go ahead. Didn't, wasn't he just going, isn't, isn't his baby's name like blanket? Yeah, I was going to say cushion. <laughs> Like, I knew it was something, like, kettle, saucepan. Was that futon? Futon little, Jackson. Little baby futon Jackson. <laughs> to be fair, all as stupid as blanket, like, maybe not kettle, but... Um, but what I recall is uh, old Mikey and blanket uh, were... I think Michael Jackson came to the window. There were some reporters there yeah, who said... Yeah, a throng of fans and yeah, paparazzi on the ground. Yeah, and they said, hey, Mikey, where's your baby? And he said, oh, two seconds, let's go get him now. Um, Hold on. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes in, then brings the baby out, and I think he trips or something, or he's holding the baby. But the baby is new, Yeah. and Michael Jackson's... That's his first kid, right? Yeah, I think so. So he doesn't know how to hold the baby properly. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not on him if the baby's like a day old or something and he's still learning how to be a father. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously just going, well, I don't know how you hold these things. Yeah, is it this way? I haven't got a harness for it or anything like that. So he's kind of just dangling it by his little toe or something. <laughs> going, this feels right. <laughs> you remember the detail that the baby had a towel over his head or her head? Is no. Is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> No, do you mean? Are you confusing the fact you, that his he's called blanket? No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not made out of blankets. Was <laughs> he just waving a blanket around? <laughs> no, to protect the child's anonymity. Yes, he put a a a blanket over blanket's head. Yeah, so blanket couldn't see what was happening. And then you're right. He held the baby mm. up over the the railings, and then I think he tried to pop the baby's legs over the railings to make it look like the baby was, was like, like sitting on was the sitting thing, there yeah. like just chilling out. Um couldn't quite get blanket to put their arse on the railing. So just went fuck it and just like leant fully over the edge of a four story drop. Dangled the baby for about two seconds. Oh my god. Kind everyone everyone gasped. Yeah. <laughs> at which point Michael Jackson realized that something was wrong. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I don't know where the towel ends and my blanket begins. <laughs> Doop de doo. It's my first day. Oh, okay, Mike. Get back I'll in. See you guys later. You crazy yeah, bastard. Retreated back into the hotel room. Yeah. And then a media 
outrage ensued. Mm. But to this day, Michael Jackson fans, um, some of whom are a little bit off kilter. I think you're going to say, say, some of whom are in this room. <laughs> uh, they they still, still vehemently defend Michael right. Jackson to, to the hilt. That hilt <clears throat> being the time he dangled the baby <laughs> off the balcony. Um, but, like, because I could understand... It's one of those things where if you really, really like someone, yeah. and then that person is just a bit of a shit all the time. Mm-hmm. It must be really hard. Just all, Like, if someone's just a generally a weirdo, and you, like, I have friends that are weirdos, and I have to defend them to other friends, and I'm sure the same with me. I'm sure people have to defend me to other people all the time. Um, well, that's, it's like, if, if you are not the person <clears throat> who has to defend weirdos to other people all the time. You're the weirdo. You're the weirdo. Yeah. Um, but I, I just kind of feel like with, with something like that, I don't know how you're... I don't know how you're defending that. You just yeah. go, all right, yeah, that was stupid. Well, I've got some examples. Okay. So I started Googling around trying to find out some more details about the time when Michael Jackson did this. Mm-hmm. And I found a <clears throat> thread yeah. titled, Why did everyone get so annoyed when Michael Jackson dangled his baby over a balcony? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately answered by Anne Barnaby, who was clearly the one who asked the question. <laughs> Good question, says Anne. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous and blown way out of proportion. That was a non-issue. But you know, they want to sell their shit. The sentence, this sentence from L. Williams says it best. It's funny how some people are so, quote, appalled by the mistakes of others and not their own. What? You know that famous sentence <laughs> from L. Williams. I look up L. Williams. He's a, bas- <laughs> He's a basketball player for the LA Clippers. Shut up. What? And I, I, I don't, I'm not sure if he goes around <laughs> saying such quotable lines as, it's funny how some are so appalled by the mistakes of others and not their own. What's L up to? Uh, so I replied to Anne, wow, what an inspiring quote, Anne. And I agree. It is funny how some people are so appalled by Michael Jackson dangling his baby over a fourth-floor balcony when they've probably done exactly the same thing almost every time they've walked past a balcony while holding a baby. As usual, it's one rule for Michael and one rule for the rest of us. This sentence from Wayne Gretzky says it best. (laughs) A mistake is just your body's natural way of saying oops, so be nice. (laughs) Fantastic. Michelle Sandra replied, to say, not to me, no one replied to me, because it's a very old thread. (laughs) Well, it really depends on the context, but I think all he wanted was to show the world his baby, and he happened to stand on a balcony high above the fans and paparazzi. (laughs) If he did this on the ground at a shopping mall, I'm certain it wouldn't have been so chaotic. Uh, yeah, that's, that's generally what that's that's that is quite true. She's bang on there. It's only appalling because it appears like he really might drop his baby. <laughs> He's just explaining the situation. So it's only outrageous because it looked like the baby was in grave danger. In our defence, we only went mental because it looked like he was trying to throw the baby at the paparazzos. <laughs> If he hadn't gone through the many ridiculous trials and false allegations, I think this is the basis of most of the defence. Yeah. Him. 
they see it as an extension of the media being out to get him. Yeah. If he hadn't gone through the many ridiculous trials and false allegations, he likely wouldn't have become like this. So I blame the media and those money-hungry so-called victims for causing him to self-destruct like this. It just shows how one serious mistake can cause people to judge you like this without really knowing you. Jesus. I'd like it if like, one of the defenders are just like, first you're saying that he's chucking his baby over, next you're saying he wants to shag the babies. <laughs> like, oh, you got to make up your mind. I can't keep track of yeah. this. <laughs> if he was such a mega pedo, surely he wouldn't want to chuck the baby off the thing, would he? Surely he'd start right there, wouldn't he? Can't bloody win with you lot, trying to sell your shit all the time. <laughs> I replied, <clears throat> Hi, Michelle. I totally agree. If Michael had only dangled his baby at sea level, then none of this would have happened. The outrage is simply proportional to the altitude at which he held his baby over a ledge. Can you imagine if he dangled his baby over the edge of the Burj Khalifa? They'd be talking about that one for months. Anyway, I also think it's unfair for people to judge strangers by one serious mistake they've made. Yours, Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> Uh, there were like, many, like, just really, really weird people yeah. replying to try and defend Michael Jackson. Uh, this one has got an image. I'm going to describe the image to you. Yes. Uh, Kenny Rufai says, Everyone's jumping at Michael Jackson's, Jackson's throat for this. And this is a picture of Michael Jackson dangling the baby, to remind you. That baby, like, looks... In distress. The baby is in full panic mode. Yeah. And you can't even see the baby's expression, but the baby's <laughs> body language says, put me down. Not there. <laughs> yeah. It, like, that. I think the fact that you can't see its face almost makes it worse, because obviously what we're thinking is a baby who's full on losing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but actually, maybe that's work to... Well, it could be. He could be smiling. If he was actually smiling... He could be having a... Like the time of his life, he'll be loving it, absolutely loving it. Yeah, I'd like, I would like to be dangled over a balcony by Michael Jackson. Uh, by some, not by Michael Jackson, because I'm too I, big. I don't trust that. <laughs> I'm way too big. I, I, I just don't trust that he would. Uh, he just wouldn't chuck me off. Um, well, see, a lot of people say that he had a very strong grip on the baby. Okay, and that. Like, as long as you've got a strong grip on the baby. Jacko's got a famously strong grip. <laughs> what you like? Have you seen Earth Song? He was really holding onto those trees. <laughs> the wind is going for it. Uh, so he says, note that Michael was holding the baby quite firmly with his right hand. <laughs> Too firmly, if anything. Brackets, I do not attempt to defend him. I recognise that it wasn't exactly the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's almost the right thing. Not exactly the right thing to do. Yeah. Still, it isn't half as There's bad. There's room for improvement. <laughs> B minus, Michael. Still, it isn't half as bad as Justin Trudeau doing this. <laughs> it's a it's a clearly photoshopped picture of Justin Trudeau in a park holding three babies stacked on top of one another. What? <laughs> You'd made that. I did not make that. <laughs> the best thing is, like, Mike, he's, like, Trudeau's doing a face, like, whoa, <laughs> check this out. He looks pissed. <laughs> Stacked up like a human pyramid on the palm of his hand. <laughs> he looks drunk. <laughs> um, or this woman doing this, and it's another baby being dangled out of a 
but that just makes the Justin yeah. Trudeau one make looks all the more sincere. Like yeah. they really did believe that because that's just quite a sad picture of someone being cruel to a child. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just showed you that. <laughs> I just went, Ugh. Um, there were some people who had the came they came to some sense with the argument and um they tried to explain what the outrage was about joseph corcoran said you're kidding right holding a baby over the balcony of a fourth floor hotel room is dangerous and unnecessary the baby was dangling over the rail and was struggling in jackson's arms anyone who has ever held a squirming or struggling infant knows exactly how easy it is to lose your grip on the kid jackson easily could have lost his grip over the child that's just straight up crazy there are ways to show off an infant from a balcony without doing that let Diana show you how. That's a picture of Princess Diana <laughs> holding one of the princes. She looks so stressed in that picture, doesn't she? She's got a bunch of kids. Yeah, it's a lot of kids, right? Yeah. There. I thought she only had two kids. Why is all the other ones? Who's other jokers? I don't know what the royal family does. Mm, yeah, don't know. I just thought the comparison between Michael Jackson yeah. and Princess Diana <laughs> was. Uh... Let Diana show you how. <laughs> She's done it again. <laughs> the Queen of Hearts. Um, but the most bonkers answer was uh, this woman who I'm just going to have to do a, like a, a voice for mm-hmm. to try and communicate. It's just a wall of text, like a full-throated defense. Is she saying that actually... It was Michael who was in danger, <laughs> not, the not the baby. And it's Blanket's fault. <laughs> this incident is the ultimate proof of how extremely unfair and cruel the media were to Michael Jackson. I have seen this incident a thousand times, and this baby dangling did not last for more than two seconds. For an indeed very unfortunate moment, during which Michael Jackson no doubt exhibited poor judgment, the media literally ate him alive and crucified him. Not because they really cared about the baby's well-being, but because they had an excellent opportunity to trash him. He held that baby close and firm to him, and it didn't last for more than one to two seconds. And it was in the news again and again. It was blown way out of proportion. I suppose doing cocaine and smoking pots, and the rest is in all caps, in front of your minor kids and getting drunk and partying while a mother of two eight-year-olds like Lisa Marie Presley (gasps) reportedly did for years. Hence, she went to rehab for cocaine and pot addiction five times in a decade alone is worse than in an unfortunate and isolated incident. You try having a camera on you every minute of your life, stalkers and paparazzi you see what it feels like because let me tell you it is not fun you can't look at michael jackson's every move and decide to scrutinize it because the media happened to have been able to capture it on film and run it over and over again endlessly signed blanket jackson bastard that was my punch oh really (laughs) my reply are you is this is this michael jackson's baby (laughs) oh sorry Well, Gav, Steve, that's it. 
We're done, baby. Amazing. We can go. We can leave. Thank you. Get out of this, Wait. this room. This dump. <laughs> this ass. <laughs> no, I love it here. Yeah, me too. I don't want to go. <laughs> I spend all of my time in this room. Do you? I feel like it might become my crypt. It is a bit like a psychopath's room. It is, yeah. It's got like bare white walls. Yeah. You know those scenes where like they're like psyching themselves up to do a murder <laughs> and it's like projectors like putting like weird runes all over the walls as like th- like thrash metal plays in the yes. background. I know the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's this. Yeah. That's where you are. Eight hours a day gap. <laughs> I'd like to thank some patrons. Oh wow. Uh, we have some new patrons. Do yeah. we? We have got Tom Bowers, Ooh. Jonah Davidson, <gasps> Clayton Close, Klaus. 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 It's like clowns, but with an E instead of an N. And James Vokes, who, in an effort, I think, to... Um, get, us, get noticed. Get noticed. And, you know, it's acting out. Yeah. He's upgrading his pledge by one cent, seemingly <sighs> every other day. Um, and for that effort, I think you get one mention, and, and that's never it. Again. Yeah. But special mention yep. to our new top patron, <gasps> Caleb Bulk. Caleb Bulk. Bulk. I don't bulk at that, mate. Uh, who is now our top donor? Holy shit! He is the Medici <laughs> to our Mozart. <laughs> Fantastic. So who we got? Bauer. I know you didn't call me out on that because no. I think Medici was Italian. <laughs> Mozart just likes pianos. Who knows where he's from? (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll never know. Um, Who we got? Bauer. What's the other ones? Bauer, Davidson, Klaus, Klaus, and Balk. And Balk. That's cool, man. They sound like Power Rangers baddies. (laughs) They sound like detergents. (laughs) (laughs) But I love them, each and every one. Especially Bauer. Support, but especially Balk. Especially Balk. We won't say why. It's because he's given us loads of cash. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but if you want to support us, please do go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Kick in as little or as much as you want and just help this keep happening. Because if you stop, so will we. Mm. Give us frankly. enough money yeah. and we will stop. <laughs> well, wait, hang on. No. What? Like a, like a one-off payment of, I don't know, I'll take... Uh, ten thousand pounds. What's the name of that mad? <laughs> Never to do a podcast again. What was yeah? What was the name of that madhead who bought the Wu Tang album? Oh yeah, it was uh, that um, farmer little, guy, wasn't no, it? No, fucking Screlly, little fucking goblin-looking motherfucker. Yeah, him, um, Lewis Screlly, or whatever his name Screlly. is, Joe Screbble. <laughs> no, oh yeah, um, yeah, that little horrible little dude, Screlly, Martin, Shmally. Martin Screlly. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe if there's someone who doesn't like regular features, you could buy us out. You could buy us out if you give us ten grand, we'll stop. But yeah. also, just seeing a flaw in the plan, how are they ever going to know <laughs> this option is available to them? Because presumably, if they don't like us, they're not listening to the podcast. And even if they are listening to the podcast, they'll listen to the Patreon bit. They they probably stop then. Um, yeah, the guy who shot John Lennon, like, yeah, knew who he was. Probably a big fan, I think. <laughs> Well, no, if he was a fan, he left him alive. Surely. All I'm saying is the person who ends you yeah. is someone going to be someone very close to you. Yeah. You're like the hand that reaches from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
right, stop. We're giving them ideas now. Okay, yeah. Um, don't kill us. Just give us 10 grand. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back next week with more regular features. Goodbye. <laughs>